0: All right, uh, welcome back to the Black Coffee House. My name is Oluwa Shagun. Um like always, I'm your host for this year. With me, I have Ivana Baldi, Phila Richardson, and Gerald Gray. Uh, How's y'all week? Th- hey, uh How y'all week been, though? All for? Um,
1: I've been chilling. I've been trying to ignore everything. You know, it's impossible,
2: but, you know... I'm drowning in work per usual, but we're here.
0: Well, you said, yeah. oh, you, you're drowning in work. Okay.
3: Yeah. Life as a college student. <laughs> I can't, I don't even know what, honestly, I don't even know what's been happening. I've just been going through the motions. i
1: did take dad took two weeks off from work.
0: <laughs> Why did you take two See, weeks would, off from work?
1: Because, like, I, I don't know. It's just draining being there. And I'm always behind when I go back, and it's just too much. Nah. Like, low key, it was a bad idea, but at the same time, it was needed, you know?
0: <laughs> nah, fuck that. Was, me shit, get your break.
1: I don't fully regret it.
0: <laughs> get your break. But nah, um, so today, today's November 3rd, uh, 2020. Everybody is probably like shitting their pants right now because of this election and everything going on, but we decided to um to talk about the election but more so um about like black people voting um historically uh in like past times like you know in, uh, um, in the last few elections and just like what it means for um the black community with like just either candidate picture well how do y'all how do y'all feel about the election generally though i don't, I don't feel like we've discuss that
1: Bruh, I'm just, I'm just scared. Like the way people been talking, like the past couple of days, it just sounds like it's a apocalypse. You know?
0: <laughs> nah, for real. I mean, yo, it's, it's really, in my opinion, it's the law enforcement. Like every time the news report on like what the law enforcement is gearing up for, like that shit is scary to think about. Like what these niggas be expecting, initially I mean, like, you still the police, but like, damn. Like, don't tell me about it.
1: It's just like no matter who wins, it's still gonna be you know crazy, and how people think that like they want Biden to win, but they feel like if he does win, the impact is gonna be even worse if Trump were to win. I got my mom telling me to stack up on food and shit. Like,
0: yeah. nah, for real though.
3: Just, just seeing that in the last couple of days has been making
1: me real, real anxious.
0: Um, right. Wait, stop. Stop closer to the mic or.
3: My fault. Yeah, just just seeing everything in the last couple of days have been making me anxious. It's like um, like like if Trump win, I knew there was going to be like protests of people upset. But now it's like when you see like the numbers of Biden winning and Biden winning by a lot and you start seeing like other people, you know, the white supremacists that have mm, guns, like, you know, <laughs> like preparing for stuff and then like even today since since we're we're coming right now on election day um this morning like uh highways were being in like new jersey and colorado of like trump supporters blocking highways Mm -hmm. so just seeing that and just knowing that you live in places that where we don't have guns and other people have guns and there's a lot of extremists um that's that's definitely been on my mind the last couple of days
0: no nah, for sure like i think that's my biggest regret going into like this election <laughs> it's the fact that i've never really held a gun before like i thought about it on the train coming back today i'm like yo <laughs> on the train <laughs> yo i'm like yo because bro we passing through like I- I'm, I'm, I'm just, I am I'm took the Amtrak train from Albany to Rochester. I was someone
1: looking like, out the window crying, bro. Bro, because it's literally
0: <laughs> Trump country out there, man. Like, it's like, it's just literally Trump country. Like, niggas is Trump flagged out. And I'm like, damn, I ain't never, like, I ain't never shoot a gun. I ain't never hold a gun. Like, I don't even know how, like, the weight feel. Like, <sighs> shit.
2: There's just so much, like, intimidation that I've been seeing online. And I don't know how recent it is, but it's yeah. just giving me so much anxiety because it's just like, wow, you can't even just drive in peace. Like, I mean, I would never put like Biden Harris on my car or anything like that in the first place, mm-hmm. but just knowing that you do that, that's like a call for them to harass you and surround you. And like, right. that's not okay. Mm-hmm. I, so just I, don't know how
1: I just saw a video. I just saw a video. when we was driving, and a bunch of like Trump supporters were driving around following her and like just harassing her type of vibes. And that shit is crazy. Like, that shit is scary.
0: That shit is sick. And he and he really, like, defending these people, too. Right. Like,
1: but I, it's I know it's know crazy. Like, I look here, appreciate, like, it's a serious situation. But, like, you have the, the people who are, like, cracking jokes, like, yo, how y'all feeling about the, you know, the season finale in the United States, you know? I <laughs> <No. laughs> And they <you laughs> feel a little better, a little chuckle in there. Yeah. And so it's the really jump? Yeah.
0: Yeah, of course. She did. All
1: right,
0: just in. She did.
2: Yo, that's a little. P- low <laughs> Yo,
0: pump. nah, bro. Yeah. That's first sad. of all, he didn't. He didn't My even call
2: little him little pump. He got a little pimp.
0: pimp. That's sad, and that's like even sadder because like how your brain go to that? Like out of all the things, like you about to call a rapper on stage. His name, Little Pump, and then your brain go to pimp. Nah, that's crazy. Niggas is. Just...
1: Niggas be call. They just calling anybody to support this man. Honestly. Nah, for real though. Anybody.
0: You know what it is though. <laughs> they probably it's probably like little racist white kids that listen to Little Pump. So that shit probably was effective on the on the lowest key.
1: I mean, but then again, then what was the point of having like Wayne? Cause ain't ain't no ain't no. I mean, probably, but like his his biggest fan base is Black folk. We
0: we we gonna get into Lil Wayne and everything oh, yeah. like that. Definitely.
1: I wasn't. I don't know why people were bro. I wasn't surprised at all. I was like, okay.
0: <laughs>
1: nah. right,
2: why were people so shocked?
1: Like he 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 said his stance years. Yeah. Ago. I feel
0: like I feel like the emo- like the what is it the uh, the the criticism behind it um, was really just like. Because of the time. Like it was it was really that severe because of like the time we live in, it, right? They're like they got all this protesting that's going on, like the atmosphere in the country right now, like nobody trying to like really see, you know, one of their idols or but this guess, but is like, new though. Like, with,
1: the um, protesting isn't new. The all this isn't new at all. And when it was happening and when it when especially when Black Lives Matter was, like, new. And it was, like, really, like, at its peak for real. Mm -hmm. He made that statement saying that he didn't give a fuck about that shit. Like, he cared about Mm -hmm. himself and his bread. So, again, like, why would niggas surprised?
0: Yeah, I think he had, like, this story about, like, a police officer saving his life. And that's, like, you know why.
2: Oh, bye. Right. (laughs) To the island.
0: Bullshit. And it's just, like, and, like, the, the sad thing is, is, like, niggas is really... I mean, I don't know if it's a sad thing, but I guess the good thing or, like, the change that I see in, like, black people overall is that, like, this is, like, we're not really looking to people like Lil Wayne or, like, these celebrities as our leaders no more. I feel like that's, like, the consensus that everybody has. Like, nobody's really checking if, you know, Beyonce is at a political rally no more because we already understand, you know, what the implications behind why a person like her actually,
1: is acting i actually kind of disagree with that i feel like now um it's not that we don't ex we don't expect it is that we expect it in a different way so like we don't expect them to come out physically but like when things happen we expect them to still make a statement Just, like on social media or like some type of proof that they're doing something so like we don't actually, to, like, expect people- what like, just, just acknowledging what's going on. It's Just acknowledging that, that you donate. Like, bro, you remember when Niggas was pressing Beyonce and pressing Drake and all About people? Nigeria? Yeah. Oh, he, and even before oh, then, okay, when, okay. when when the riots was first starting back in March. Yeah. People were talking about where's Beyonce, where's Drake, and, and celebrities started posting that they were actually donating. So, I yeah. feel like people, people don't want that physical presence anymore because we have this, this idea. It's like, okay, we know that they suck, but open your wallets.
0: Yo, and I didn't even get to that. Before we even dive further into this conversation. Definitely want to take a moment um, to really spread light on the injustices and just like the bad governance that has been going on since like the creation of those countries in Africa. But it's really at a melting point right now. So definitely want to take this time to send our prayers and our love. And if you see these social media campaigns like on your story, share it, you know, do what you can do. To support these um these causes, but yeah, right. also
1: um I mean I don't know if I can say, it, but I've been looking for like donation sites like as, as they come along because I mean I'm not physically there, but I oh, money, for I'm t- I'm t- send it. <laughs> so right. yeah, I've only been seeing like three main pages, and I, like, I know that there's more out there, but like I don't know who, anybody who's there physically to be like, I cool, right, like you know.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I, I would suggest definitely looking at grassroots organization that you know, like is is really there, like they like the people is actually like in the country type shit. Like it's not, you know, all of these big names. Big
1: bro, wicked people in the world. Real like collect that shit. And we exactly. never get to
0: the
3: cause. Yeah. Right. And that's then wicked. shout out to just like some of the orgs on campus, BSU, DLH, Pasa. Yeah, that's time out to, to educate the campus community of what's going on. Um, Ensuring that, that, that we're educated about these situations are also impactful as well. And being able to hear our students' stories on campus, people that we come to college and we're with every day, hearing their stories and letting them educate us is, been, is really key. So our shout out to those organizations, those people who, who made that happen this past
0: weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And after that, I'm fucking with like all the solidarity that's going on on campus right now. Um, it might be a little performative, it's so casey. But
2: uh
0: no, nah, but like in in, um, in all seriousness though, like, you know, all, with like all of the tragedies going on in America, in Africa, it's just good to see black people together, black people, you know, marching. Um, you know, the protests on campus is definitely a great event, even though we don't have technically events this year, but you know, they still pulled it off. Like, eat it. So, thank thank you for everybody involved in that. Period. Yeah. All right. But um, are
1: y'all watching the news? I haven't. Yeah, it I. <laughs> it's on in the other room, but
0: uh. I know I got it in the background, keeping my like peripheral vision on the screen just in case. I don't know.
1: It's weird, like, when I was younger, I've never paid attention, but now that I kind of understand what's going on, I'm just too anxious to pay attention to it.
0: Oh, so, uh, damn.
1: I bro, I have not turned it on at all.
0: Really? You haven't even, like, looked at a news article, my nigga? Nope.
1: I refuse. <laughs> you buggin'. I absolutely refuse. I can't.
3: Yeah, um, I just can't help it. We're not gonna know, like, the full extent of the, the election if it's close until, like, a week later right but, um i don't know as we we built like this tradition of everyone just watching and tracking like we're just watching numbers <laughs> numbers and colors on a map and just waiting for something to happen yeah That
1: shit, um, that shit is, is is stressful
0: <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> Bro, i literally i've been watching cartoons all day i refuse to have anything negative on my screen <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: i don't feel you though and to even to even get into like today's conversation just a little bit i feel like the the shit with these candidates is just that like people like it. they both bad like it's just i mean i, I, I don't know they like we are gonna put it like that they both bad right and that is probably like not best adjective but i just know.
1: hate i understand that they're both terrible but i just hate that you have i mean of course like this question came up in the past before but there are people who make it their mission to bring up the fact that they're both bad like today um, I mean like don't get me wrong, like I don't be going around like, you know, vote, vote, like I don't throw that shit in people's faces, like you a grown ass person. But like y'all choosing today to be like, Oh yeah, you know, Biden's also terrible and oh but why why should I go for Biden when Trump is when they just like he just a mellow down Trump and boo blah, blah, blah I'm just like yo my nigga if you gonna vote vote like <laughs> But
2: see like, what why I are you doing all this today? <laughs> well I can't deal with is like you know, there's, no, there's people that are always like, oh, I don't get involved in politics, whatever, whatever. Like, they don't even get involved with Black Lives Matter. And people are going to do what they want to do. I'm going to give them the side eye. But what I can't mess with is the people that were rah-rah, you know, all upset, complaining about Donald Trump every day, you know, we're down for the Black Lives Matter movement, whatever. But then when it came time for us to you know, make our statement, because I don't think people really understand how destructive another four years of Donald J. Trump is. Talk and so about when it. it's time to actually put our money where our mouth is, it's like, oh, well, they're both bad. Like, huh? I just, I can't understand that argument. I really can't.
0: Yeah, I, I really dislike just um, how people group them in, like, the same bubble, because, like, Donald Trump literally is like denying a pandemic right now. Like he's downplaying it every day, not making niggas wear masks.
1: That nigga White House. <laughs> You said what? I said he denies science,
0: bro. Literally, like it is. It's climate change is one thing because that's literally gonna kill everybody, whether you like it or not. But like the pandemic is like that's like shit that you can literally see in the hospital system and everything like that like you like you gotta listen to the science if you president of the United States like I feel like that should be like a no brainer but somehow some way I feel like the Trump and the Republican Party has turned into turned science and believing in science like into some political statement
3: yeah and um Trump already said that if he wins again he's like he's firing everybody that went against him He's firing everyone that's, like, in his cabinet that, like, that try to go against him, try to right. make him lose, try to tell, especially, like, the health experts and the pandemic. Everyone that has, like, went against his ideas of not wearing masks and the country's going to be better. And he said they're all going if he gets reelected. So, um, he already going with the attention of he's going to get what he wants, like, through whether, 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 whether whoever likes it or not. So, and he's he did gonna it before. Place that, <laughs> I mean, he tried doing that, but. I guess it wasn't working out, so he's gonna try doing it again. And it seems like it's gonna be worse this time.
1: It's, it's getting
0: scary. Nah, for real, though.
2: Um.
0: So, wait, hold on. Um. All right, so what do? You, how do y'all feel about just like? all the pandering to black people in this election. Cause I feel like they, they had like a special way of doing it to kind of like, you know, so su- um, like subliminally put the racism in it or like subliminally put like the, the fact that they are pandering in it. But like now it's like over the top this year, in my opinion, like they, they just like outright, you know, nigga, nigga Joe Biden say, you're not black. If you don't vote for him type shit, like
1: it's crazy. Yeah. I remember the last election, people came to the conclusion that it was just because black people weren't voting. And I feel like that's where it kind of all really stemmed from. And now all of a sudden, it's like, oh, yeah, we're just going to blame black folks if shit go wrong. And we're not going to take into account how difficult you know, they make it for us to vote, first of all. Mm-hmm. The shit that we're going through, second of all, and the fact that like, yo, you have a lot of, and I feel like it's a valid feeling, like you have a lot of black folk who actually fully put in the work to better the community, to help try to make policy changes and like support people, this, that, and the third. So like to badger somebody talking about, but you didn't vote. Like imagine imagine just somebody who puts in all this work, like a real life activist, like actually the real definition of an activist and you have somebody who just voted and it went back to their crib and like just wasn't doing nothing else after that, like badgering you, talking about, oh, you didn't vote, blah, blah, blah. Like I can understand the frustration with that because like you've never done anything. And i feel like a lot of it now is it just feels like damn i thought like i'm going around but it just feels like it's kind of performative like you just screaming at people at black folk to vote because it sounds good right now
0: yeah i a fact. Well, i was really talking about like the the um candidates pandering to um the black community but that's a good point
1: that shit is weird yeah all they did was hop on hop on the bandwagon, because they see everybody else doing it. It's like, oh, shoot, this is going to work. So they, you know, at the end of the day, they need our vote, and they know that.
0: Right.
2: Uh, I agree with what you said about people blaming black people, because if we really want to talk about it, look at the amount of white women that voted for Donald Trump. Like, we start over there before, you know, attacking black people. But also, yes, the people on the ground, like doing the actual groundwork, they I feel like they've done enough but there are a lot of social media heads when I say social media heads I mean the people that like will that are in a position where they can do the work but don't want to and I'm not saying that like sharing a hashtag isn't work because of course like social media communicates things and helps people get educated but like the people that do the bare minimum and just sit behind their screens and don't do anything I just don't have any respect for that But then they're also the first people that complain about the results or complain about other people and how things turn out. So I just, I can't respect that. And in terms of the pandering thing, I think there's always been pandering. I don't think that this is a new thing. I think because we like specifically our generation, now that we're older, we notice things more, but there's always been pandering. Mm -hmm. And I mean, Democrats, Republicans, whatever. People are always trying to get the black vote because black people historically have been locked out of the election process so of course people are going to try to pander to us and you know i don't really i don't necessarily care it's going to be like personally hurt me because i know what it is i know donald trump is going to do what he needs to do to get the black vote and biden's going to do the same thing but it's about us taking that personal responsibility looking at the candidates and be like okay who's going to benefit me the most
0: right uh, at the
2: end of the day, pandering and all that—that's what gets you the
0: votes. Yeah, and uh, also aside from that, I feel like, like they, they can pander as much as they want. I mean, as much as they want, but like, you know, I feel like black people, you know, you you gotta do the research on both candidates as well. But like, I'm but people in general, we just gotta like be more involved in our local elections. Be more involved in like in what Faye was talking about, like actual activism, actual you know. Like in like, change shit that's actually going to lead to like you know tangible results in your own community and and with people who who look like you type shit. And um, damn, I was getting to another point. It was just like it was just like because I feel like now we as a community and really as a nation, I feel like everybody's gonna put both of these candidates on check whether who wins or not right so you can pander as much as you want to the black community but if you know donald trump gets another eight years in in office and all he can say is hbcu funding and opportunity zones then you know i i feel like a lot of black people is going to look stupid in voting for him you know two two times because i i I feel like the, the way some some like political analysts, we talk about it, like, it. they make it seem like a lot of black men would be more um, predispositioned to vote for Donald Trump because of, like, Joe Biden's involvement in the 1994 crime bill and all of that, but now we really just got to demand um, and make sure, like, those, those demands are heard after these people get elected.
3: off that topic so what is like activism because i've never been a, t- a person i never like to align myself with certain titles or certain names because i've All always right. felt weird just like oh i'm this i'm that when i like look at
0: oh well, we lost you there buddy
3: finding people to me a lot of a lot of the things Wait, Jarrell, we a, lot hear you. Of, a lot of the things that uh, all right, so like I said, um, I said that I, I never like like, like um, I never like associating myself with certain terms. Right. But um, when we start thinking of um the terms that we we're, we're defining people as like activists, like I always seen it just as like civic engagement, like having access to local elections is something that, that's like baseline. Like we've always had access to that. Like we didn't, we didn't, we, we shouldn't have like got to this point. Like being involved with your community, whether small nor large, that's something that we should have been doing at a baseline level. And um, when we're just talking about like activism and who's like doing, really doing the work, I want us to like, what, what are some of our perceptions of who's actually doing the work and who's not? Like, Cause I've seen like me just like over the summer watching things that's going on in New York city. I've seen a lot of people, you know, from all different types of places come and then just like use people's pain and use 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 these movements to, to to get like clout and um and get like followers and get like views. So I really want to know like what, what do we think activism is really is? Because to me, it's just being being engaged. No matter how big how small it is, if you're making a difference in your community, um, you can yeah, be labeled absolutely. as an activist.
2: I think you just answered your own question. Yeah, you did. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, I mean like I gave my I gave my prop- my opinion, but oh, I'm like you want our things
0: type. type shit. I mean, yeah. So like. I, yeah, I agree with what you said, like, no matter how, like, big or little the change is in your community, but also, I feel like, um, activism, yeah, you might need to, like, um, do, like, the little or big change, whichever one, like, uh, I guess fits your, your life, but I feel like there's also, like, this, um, obligation people of color have to, like, educate themselves on how exactly their, um, they're oppressed. Like I feel like if enough people knew how exactly, like capitalism hurts us, how you know the American government was was built on just like ingrained principles in its like amendments in the Constitution to put certain people down. It might not be specifically the amendment or the Constitution. I don't really know. But like if you if if you really just knew about it, right? Um, if enough people knew about it, and if enough people can have um, actual conversations that can lead to, to, I guess, progressive ideas, then I feel like shit can be, could be better, but if you, if you don't really know about where your activism is needed, then you, you, um, I feel like you, you, couple steps behind. Um, I personally feel as so though, like, so,
1: of course, there's like, different types of, um, activism and different ways of helping i feel like a lot of people find what they're good at and they like you know they kind of stick with that and you know because not everybody is not everybody likes to go out on battlefields and stuff like that so i feel like if i honestly just feel like even like small things like you know just um you know giving like do- donating if you can or like you know um working with non-profits or like uh what am I trying to say, like, the, the soup kitchens and stuff like that, but, like, I just, I'm, when I'm speaking about, like, people, I'm talking about people who, like, actively, like, don't participate in anything, like, they sit at they vote, and they feel like that, that's enough for, like, the, the next four years, mm-hmm. and it's not, <laughs> yeah, it's really not, but
0: some of that, some of that thought is, like, some of that thought is just, like, the the knowledge, barrier I was trying to get at, like, What if you know type shit? I was about
1: to get to that. So, like, for example, I've learned a lot this past summer and last summer, basically. So, like, I feel like if I've I've low-key, like, made it my mission to, like, um, buy more books. And I've been looking into more, like, book clubs and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So, I've purchased more books, too help me like you know understand better you know for example when people were talking about like abolishing like the police i didn't understand what that meant. i'm like what the fuck is that <laughs> right <laughs> it's like right. We're, we're, we're so used i'm so used to having that police system around me i'm like yo what do you mean abolish it like
0: mm-hmm.
1: and instead of like just dragging it i'm like okay hold up let me look into that first and i feel like that's where a lot of us make that mistake it's kind of just like we're so wrapped up in what we're used to and we think because it's because it's like it's just normal we think it's okay and we don't kind of look out we don't force ourselves to look outside that
2: box
0: yeah y'all so i like, agree I, I, yeah no, I no you got
2: activism looks like so many different things and a lot of times we get locked into like this this formula one size fits all where it's like to be an activist you have to be marching down the street screaming into a tone That's just one aspect of it. And I think to be an activist, if you want to put a label on it, it's literally saying, I noticed there's a need in this community and I'm going to address it. And it's up to you how you address it. Some people feel comfortable, you know, planning protests and being at the front. Some people feel comfortable just making posters. Some people feel comfortable just educating people. Like, hey, if I know this person is knowledgeable on this topic, let me host an event where they can come talk and speak to people about this issue so more people could be educated about it. Like Faith said, sometimes it's just going and working in a soup kitchen or um, having a clothing drop. It's literally whatever, whenever you see a need, you take time out of your day, and it's not something that necessarily affects you directly, but I think activists and, and people that care about their community feel like, in a way, it is... Affecting them, even if it's not direct, and they feel uncomfortable not addressing those issues. I feel like I did that in a circular way, but y'all know what I'm saying. You, trash she explained it better than me. Thank you, girl.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but how would you know what a person does unless they post it or they tell you about it?
2: it doesn't need, that's so the thing. I don't.
1: Yeah, you wouldn't. Um, that's that's another thing. So like, you what's the word i'm looking for like i feel like people don't have to look for like that like that acceptance from other people right i feel like the reason why people look for that on social media is because like a lot of us for example if we create a mutual aid fund and we need to spread that around we spread it around through social media so yeah we end up knowing that okay this person has a mutual aid fund going on but like really and truly it's not necessary but i feel like you know but where we at now people trying to make it seem though it is necessary. that's the unfortunate part but like you know it's it's up to you if you want to post it or not honestly that's why like I kind of I used to I used to be really aggressive with it too, but like, oh my god like you know you're not doing it this that and the third and I'm just like there's some people in the world that's really like they're just private and they don't need you know to be praised for shit that they do and that's right. fine. Like, if I don't see somebody at an event, I'm really, my brain isn't like, okay, this person is bullshitting. My brain doesn't go to that anymore. It's okay, maybe they could be, at least I, I hope, you know, that they're doing something else. But, I, I don't know. I wish there was a better way of, like, you know, verifying it, this and third. But, like, I don't see, I don't see there being any other way but through social media. But at the same time, like, you don't have to broadcast your life type shit.
0: Nah, that's a fight. I definitely feel like some people be using like social media as, like a measuring stick to see like you know whether or not people are good people or try to like measure like certain characteristics about um, different people. And nah, social media is a, a terrible indicator. I mean, some, I, I guess if you put your whole life on social media, then I guess you're subject to you know that judgment. Uh, especially when a lot of your existence, uh, for lack of a better word. Word is, you know, related to social media, like, you know, whatever you do in your day-to-day life. But, um, I wanted to talk about, um, what you, you said about abolishing the police, because that's, that what I want, like, one of the topics I wanted to get to tonight, which is, um, yo, this group on campus, um, you are a local abolitionist group. I never really heard of this term until, They said it, and it was called, like, an abolitionist future type shit, right? And that's where, like, we will abolish the police, abolish, basically, like, you know, the government. And they were, like, they had specific demands, obviously, for, like, um, local uh, causes here on campus and in the Rochester community. But um, in short, they were trying to, like, you say, like, yo, these government systems that we have, the police, um, all these systems are not conducive to protecting and serving um, the members of the community. So, how do y'all feel about, like, that? Because I feel like, in in my opinion, I feel like we would have to move towards, like, an abolitionist future, just, just off of the simple fact that, like, this whole government is just I don't know, it just
1: the whole the, the whole point is that like this entire system is built on racism. So you right. can't really you can't reform a system when the base of it, when the foundation is oppression. Exactly. So that's why so many people want to abolish it and that's completely understandable. I feel like the f- i feel like the fear that a lot of people hear that a lot of people have when they hear abolish the police is like, Oh, what are we gonna do with all these criminals, this that and the third. Right. When it's kind of just like it it is from my understanding so far like um that it is like you know uh, it's not going to happen like right away oh my god tomorrow the police going to be gone and everyone's going to be free like it is going to be a <laughs> process like and also you have to remember that a lot of people in these prisons don't even like belong there
0: <laughs> to be honest talk about it
1: and also like the fact that i remember i was reading something and it I feel like it was basically hinting at the fact that, like, a lot of people commit certain crimes because, like, they didn't have the tools to find help. Like, you know, talking to therapists, like, come some kind of community support and stuff like that. So it was, like, a lot of these things can be avoided and can actually be, like, helped. But our communities don't have the funds to help out. So it was, like, we end up just, you know, dealing with our shit ourselves. But that's, like, my understanding from it so far. Yeah. But, like, I don't... It's just I when I hear abolish the police, like I don't get scared. Like I get scared when I see the police, you know.
0: <laughs> nah. Bro. So it's
1: like <laughs> yeah, I, but yeah. A lot of people automatically go towards like, like oh my god, what about serial killers and stuff like that? Oh, I'm sorry,
3: Joe. You got it. you. Um, I was just gonna say, just like the abolitionist framework, um, is real imaginative. When I mean when I'm what I mean by that is saying that, like. Like the the response that people get to it that that Faye was talking about is is because we've been living in a certain way for so long that it's the system is now entrenched in us and there's a lot of like personal cleansing that we have to we have to do in order to to see that there's possibility of better systems for us. Right. So like that's so that's that's just a part of it. It's not just like I feel like that's that has to be explained to a lot more people because it's more of like a paradigm shift like a way of thinking we have lived in a system for so long that now it's ingrained in us so when we hear the term let's get rid of something let's get rid of what we've been living like for for all our lives oh oh um oh i i I don't know i can't imagine a life without without police officers oh i can't imagine what's going to happen to all like the serial killers and rapists we have to be able to to envision and imagine what the future could be without the system that we're living in now. So once that gets explained across, like also like it's it's a matter of like how we think and it's a matter of how we feel and operate within these systems. Then we can start seeing more people accepting the abolitionist framework.
0: Yeah.
1: And nine and also just to add on, like even something as simple as like, you know, a lot of these. Police stations, like or like systems, have like millions of dollars. Like they have a shit ton of money. So imagine you have these police forces, and they have all this money that they don't even need, and they're smack dead middle of like a poor ass city that has nothing.
0: Yo, that's not fair. Money. Yeah.
1: Why is all the money? Why do these police officers have fucking um, tanks? You know, have these cars and like yeah and tanks and oh, shit wait, like that? When, like, you know, people, when these schools are like, why are we taking money out of schools? <laughs> schools are struggling. Can be like libraries are struggling. Like, you know, housing. People don't have housing. But yet we're putting millions into into this system. And we're basically saying, like, look, here's more money. What you're doing is okay. and your foundation, Your foundation is working. And that's how we like it. Like, there are people out there, like, saying, yo, fuck them. We need things for our community. People are out here struggling. When people hear that, they automatically think, like, oh, my God. You know, what are you guys saying? We need the police and rah, rah, rah. When people in real life is out here begging for their lives.
0: Yo, you you brought up a great point just now when you, um, damn, did I? Nah, there's no way I just forgot this point. (laughs) Yo, why do I keep doing this? You just said something. Are you serious? Oh, you just said something about police officers and, um, the fact that they're in, like, underprivileged communities. Because I feel like that's just, like, the biggest hypocrisy when, like, people preach this law and order, order bullshit and, um, the fact that they think blue lives matter, um, i don't know if blue lives even exists but like this is the fact that if you if you truly support police right then you would have to support the people that they need to protect and serve and if they're in a position where most of the community is resource deprived then you probably shouldn't be putting you know x amount of resources into just the police you should probably make it so that those police officers you say you care about are now just you know in Actual supported communities because now that kind of supports the police officer I feel like if you if you look at certain communities in the United States the the deaths of police officers is probably lower in in other communities for for that very reason so but it just, I, I just really hate when, like, they preach that law and order bullshit because it's like, you, you don't really care about police officers or, you know, law enforcement.
1: But um, it, I you know what it is, too. In my opinion, I've noticed that a lot of people, um, especially if they don't live in these communities, instead of blaming officers, they blame, like, poor people themselves. So it's like that that notion that, like, it, it will always be your fault that you live in these conditions. hmm So, like, that's also, like, another big thing to consider that, like, people are real-life convinced that, like, we do it to ourselves, basically.
0: Yeah. Yo, you don't know how many... I feel like the only... The, the, most of the people that I hear, like, oh, black people always procrastinating, black people lazy, comes from, like, black people. Like, I don't really be hearing that from white people.
1: Yeah, because we when you convince yourself that that people are in their positions because of themselves not because of outer reasons they're right. going to blame each other rather than blaming the fact that you have all rights to get to to get to those resources they they you're just being denied of it
0: uh, it's a fact. especially when you look at the fact that you know states with majority white people get more unemployment assistance more you know like the welfare that they love to talk about black people survive on you know, whites, uh, like majority white states get it more than, you know, people who have more black people, which is, which is crazy to think about. Well, not crazy, but interesting.
1: Unfortunate, I guess. Yeah. Mm. You should ghetto.
0: (laughs) Nah, we'll talk about ghetto, man. Oh my God, Ivana? Yes.
1: Oh, <laughs> I got concerned. Or...
2: No, but really, like, my opinion, and I've always been this way, is you have to tear it down. You have to tear it down because, you know, you could be nice about things and be like, okay, like, work from the inside and, you know, work with the police. There's good cops. Duh, duh, duh. Honestly, tear it all down start again. Like, if we're, if we're serious about the work, we really want to do the work. We just have to tear these structures down because what's in place right now, like it says, built on racism. And how can you build something with a sloppy foundation? So that that will always be my opinion on that, no matter what the structure is or whatever the institution is.
0: Nah, that's a fact. Definitely got to tear down these oppressive structures. Like this, I don't know. I it is. It is... I just hate thinking about the fact that, like, you know, the military got, like, all of this funds and then, you know, the director or secretary of the Department of Education doesn't believe in public education. She doesn't believe in the fact that, you know, people should be going to public school and, and actually have good education in their local communities. I, I, it, just, it just fucked up where our priorities are. As, um, as a nation, especially with the people who we elect, and also I wanted to talk to y'all. Have y'all been hearing about like all this voter suppression um, lawsuits that's been going on, like in the lawsuits? south? Lawsuits. Yeah, like yo. Oh, I haven't heard about
1: lawsuits, but like heard about Republicans,
0: the- like down south, I think it was Texas, they were trying to throw out one hundred and twenty-six thousand votes, bro. Yeah. because like, they- they're like the
2: drive-in votes
0: or whatever. Right. And like they, they saying like, oh, mail in votes are are supposed to be going majority to Biden, so that's why a lot of Republican groups have been trying to sue um, states that have been that have been kind of doing significant changes to like their mail in voting process, which is just bullshit. Cause it's like you trying to take away these niggas' right to vote. Like when people say, oh, my vote don't matter, like this, like shit, like that gives them the the um ample energy like you don't promote democracy like if you want people to vote the right way then you know give niggas resources so there's not fucking one poll booth in a county of like two million people like that's that's sick
3: yeah the most that i can say is just politics is a dirty game it's that's just that's just the blunt of it it's a dirty game. Um, election Day comes, and just like Georgia, Georgia's known historically for voter suppression. Like, they've been, for, for decades, they've been suppressing voters. Um, so, yeah, it's a The governor
0: got elected like through that shit.
3: Yeah, exactly. So, um, it definitely is. Like, it just was like, we have, like, some sort of privilege being in New York City. I mean, being in New York State, um, an extremely liberal state that does everything possible to, to ensure that people are able to vote. Yeah. at the same time some people don't get that luxury and we have to we have to start looking at like we have to start looking at looking at it from their perspective of us like forcing voting down down people's throats and then like people's people's opportunities being suppressed so um, it's something that we have to be cognizant of
2: but another thing that people don't think about is like yeah new york state in general is democratic that's mainly just because of new york city yes if you were to actually look at the counties like especially in Rochester the city of Rochester is democratic but the surrounding areas the places with money and power are republicans but I ended up in our the county most executive is county democratic ever. but yeah like it's mad republicans and so yes the presidential election matters that it really matters but also what's affecting us everyday is what's happening at the local level mm-hmm. and I think people forget about that
0: mm-hmm. yeah the biggest thing people should be taken away from this election cycle is just the fact that like there is this necessity to be involved in your local elections like you should know if you're in new york city you should know who your borough president is you should probably be involved in what's going on locally so you're just not complaining on about shit on social media and just saying oh you know, the government is corrupt. Everybody's a pedophile. And you just sit on your hands at home. So, not everybody's a pedophile. You should probably do more research in your I local mean, a lot of it is also politics.
1: Though. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, I, I guess that's a bad thing about me. But, like, when people say certain things, I'm just like, yeah, I understand. Like, I don't even argue with it. Like, that's frustration. And it's a very it's just a justifiable frustration.
0: Yeah, I just I, nah, I, I really hate the Q and R theories though, cause it's like these is these are like the same people who really who be trying to like paint Michelle Obama as as a man. You not
1: talking about those people?
0: <laughs> nah, but these like these are the same these are, like some of the same. This is where like this is the source of where like the pedo, or oh, everybody in the government, all the the Democrats in the government are like. Pedophiles and shit. Like people really believe that shit. Like people really went out and vote voted today based on based on uh, like that and like some other things, of course. But like you know that was that was going that was a like uh, a reason in um, in a lot of people's choices today. So well, that's they were big.
1: scared of having rapists, but they elected Donald
0: Trump because because Donald Trump is supposed to save them, Faye.
1: See this? You you be on Facebook? <laughs> this is exactly why I stay on Facebook. I'm like, what are you talking about?
0: <laughs> bro, Donald Trump is supposed to say yeah Y'all really haven't like seen like this QAnon shit, like.
1: Bro, when I tell you Facebook, trust me, I obviously not that damn app, bro. I just go there to,
0: to watch every like, to time, Every time you see a Save the Children post, it's QAnon niggas it trying to detract from the fact that there's a pandemic right now. And trying to detract from the fact that there's systemic racism in America. Niggas oh. is really just making up excuses. Facebook
1: is a different breed, <laughs> I ask, though. I don't consider them niggas credible.
0: <laughs> but what's really, what was really wild about the QAnon shit, though, is the fact that they had to really say, yo, Democrats are pedophiles, my nigga. That's why you shouldn't vote for Donald Trump. I mean, that's why you should, you should vote for Donald Trump because Democrats are pedophiles. You, we need to save the children because who doesn't want to save children? And yeah,
1: I mean, Trump. that just yeah, that just goes into language and using fear as a way to get people to side with you. And clearly, that shit works.
0: Yeah, I, mean, I, I <laughs> so, that's dope.
1: I, mean, I don't, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't see the shit that you're talking about, but that's that's just what it sounds like. I don't know what's fuck be going on on Facebook, but you know.
0: Oh, yeah, that's what these these Trumpers believe, and some some black people believe that too. Not gonna lie, a lot of a lot of black people started believing that you know Obama is the 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 leader of a sex cult. <laughs> yeah. Yo,
1: deactivate your shit, bro.
0: I can't even I can't even say that with a straight face. Mm-mm. Damn, people really believe that. After they took, after he took you out of recession, that's what, that's what they, that's what they do in the <laughs> I really had no to, like, evaluate, I really you
2: know had to evaluate, I really had to evaluate whether or not black people that vote for Trump are crazy. And I had to be like, okay, do I respect them for making their own political choice? Or is something really wrong with these people? Yo, that's because, really how it and, be. it gotta, you gotta <laughs> like, be really, bad man. Like you know how you don't speak about your family in public but in private like you have to check them Mm. but i can't check these people because they're strangers so it's just like what is wrong with them
0: Uh, i don't know man like he i don't i don't know what yeah i don't know (laughs) (laughs) i don't even know how to explain it like what do you what do you even see like you just
1: like at the same time it's like i want you you know having their own opinion you're a person who's like damn i want to smack you
2: <laughs> right <laughs> i think a lot of them just like being edgy like you know those people who will disagree with you just because that's like the different opinion
0: it's
2: oh. like outside of the box yeah that's like fucked that's up though
0: yes yes this is a
1: drag you're gonna <laughs> vote for the nigga to be outside the box
0: <laughs> right oh <laughs> like some my of
2: them God. are just like that like
1: <laughs> yo that's mad chaotic
0: <laughs>
2: Like look look at me! I'm a different black person. I'm not like the rest of them. Like that's honestly how I feel. Friends, look at me! Look at me!
0: <laughs> look at me, Marsha! Pick
2: me! Pick me! Yo, people are funny. He always had the same three black people behind him at the rallies too. Really? I I never picked. He to got
0: him. it. He got to be flying them out to every rally. <laughs> it's always the same little black family, a little young, so you know they they hip a little bit that shit shit's propaganda we
2: see through that shit but um damn well let's see how this shit goes
0: nah that's a fact
1: but niggas is packing you know overnight bags and shit just in case bro i saw i saw a thread on instagram and it was like how to survive post-election and i was like what <laughs> And it was like, pack a to-go bag and stuff like that.
2: And I was just like, yo,
1: this is
2: crazy. <laughs> yeah. I finally got my passport just because of this election. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah, I never had a passport. You I never had a passport? No. Chad? I literally got one because of this election.
0: Guys, imagine we, we we have to like turn into refugees and shit.
2: Bro, what? <laughs> what? What?
0: She, she got her passport. She got niggas about to Bro, be be shut up. That's all good.
3: Yeah.
1: It wasn't <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nah, bro. Sign me here. Sign off no after this one. <laughs> nah,
0: we... but um, okay.
1: I feel like at this point, like this is this is kind of it's just a waiting game right now. So
2: I hope y'all voted out there. I hope
0: you did. Nah, bro. Shit. Because if you're hearing this, it's too late.
2: It's
1: too late. This shit coming
0: out two weeks later, bro. It's too late. Nah, that's about to be
1: the
0: title. Hey. All right. (laughs) Gang, thank y'all for coming out. Um, This is the fourth episode of the podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank y'all for the support.